Welcome back. You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast. Hey, friends. Hi. I would just like to get started before you start, and I would like to wish you a very belated happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope all your dreams, desires, and goals come true. Thank you. And anybody who did not wish her a happy birthday, what i was kind of like i well you brought it up maybe like two weeks before you're like your birthday's coming up and i'm like what i think because of this year and the pandemic it just didn't feel the same and my birthday was coming up but i was like oh you know yeah i just wasn't as excited or um like i was looking forward to it like it's 33 but I don't know. I think, like, the, the last time I got super, super excited was probably when I turned 30. But now I'm just, like, it's just another birthday. But, yeah, I really do appreciate when, like, uh, people are, like, sending me a lot of love. So it's really nice. It is yeah. nice. So Magali is a world traveler. And <laughs> you usually travel every year for your birthday. In the last three years, we've gone to Mexico, we've gone to Miami, and Thailand. Mm-hmm. And then this year, do you want to share what you did for your birthday? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because last year I went to uh, Puerto Rico. And, yeah, and it was, like, coming up on my Snapchat, like, a year ago, two years ago. And then two years ago, we are in Thailand. Um, and this year, we before this COVID happened, we were planning to go to Italy and to Greece. Mm-hmm. So that was like ultimately Greece. I've always, always wanted to go, but I always said like I want to go once like I'm in a relationship. So I felt like I was holding off for Greece until I was in a relationship, and finally, I was like, yes, I can go. <laughs> and um, yeah, but it didn't happen. So I think another year. But we went to Temecula and we did glamping. So our original plans were to go to Clear Lake. Um, So yeah, you guys might be wondering what is Clear Lake. I didn't know either. Um, Everything is booked. Everything was booked. We were checking like two weeks, two, three weeks in advance um, because we wanted to go uh, camping. And we found this like really cool lake house in front of the lake um, in Clear Lake. So Clear Lake is about maybe like an hour north of San Francisco. And so those were our plans, but then there's fires. I don't know if they're still happening, but there was fires. And so we canceled that. And then we were like, what are we going to do that's going to be safe? Um, that we don't have to stay in a hotel. We really wanted to stay in our Airbnb. And that could still keep us like in touch with nature. So we found this really cool Airstream in Temecula in the middle of a vineyard. And we did glamping. So we did that this week. And it was really, really cool experience. I think this is like probably my best, my favorite Airbnb that I've ever stayed at. It was just like a, a really different experience to like wake up and or look out like the little windows. Like the Airstream has a bunch of little windows. So even behind the headboard, there's like a window to the side. So um, in the morning when the, like during the sunrise, it's just like so crazy to like open your eyes and then look out and you're like in a vineyard. (laughs) It's so weird. So, but really, really beautiful. So we did that. And in the morning we would just like cook breakfast outside because it was like a barbecue. 
Um, so it's kind of just like camping. We're like cooking in the morning. And then um, the first day that we were there, I think we got there around noon and we went to, to the wineries. And the first one was completely dead. There was nobody there. We actually like had to stand there to see if somebody was going to come out and help us. And I had to walk into the kitchen and say like, excuse me, because literally there was nobody. I've never been to Temecula, but I've heard that it's actually like very crowded and like busy and a lot of like bachelorette parties and bridal showers happen there. So I'd never actually seen it when it's like that. So I was just like, wow, it's really dead. So they, we obviously had like every table to choose from because it was, nobody was there. So we went to Fazelli Winery first. It was really beautiful. And then we went to another one after that. And then we went to go check into the Airbnb. And when we got to the Airbnb, um, the owner of the vineyard greeted us. And then um, he, he just escorted us in his little golf cart and we just drove behind him. And we literally wrapped around the vineyard. And then we drove through like the way he planted the, the grapes or the vines. It was, they're all like pretty narrow. I guess like you could walk, maybe two people can walk through them but the mm-hmm. one for the car was a little bit wider. So it was just like weird. I sent you a, a Snapchat. I was like, oh my God. Um, so when we got there immediately, I was like, wow, this place is so magical. It's so much better than the, the pictures. It looked beautiful. Yes, it was so beautiful. So we did, we, um, we did bike riding to the lake uh, the second day we were there. And I was sweating and I had to stop and I had to walk my bike. I am so out of shape and it was so <laughs> freaking hot. It was like in like already 90 at 11 o'clock when we were heading back. Um, but that was nice. I was just like, oh my gosh, this so cycle in the sun is not <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, but I just had a really nice time. Like we um, spend the evenings uh, back at the Airstream since some of the wineries close, most of the wineries close at five. Um, and we just like listened to music and they had speakers like up on the, um, like they had two big speakers like already set up and you just like connected to your Bluetooth. So we were able to play like music really loud and just oh, now, nice. yeah, I had like different spots. Like I had like lounge chairs, I had a fire pit, um, I had a hammock. So the way everything is set up, it feels like you like move to different spots in that little um, circle where the Airstream is at. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. I think it's just nice to not have an alarm in the morning and just, I mean, staycation or vacation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then you got a little bit of a taste of what it would be like if you lived in a little mini house. I know. Yes. I was thinking about that. I was in like, this tiny house. It had everything. It had an oven. It had a stove. It had, it didn't have a microwave. Um, but it had, I mean, obviously that is an extreme, extreme small space compared to what a tiny house and we did talk about that. I was like, look, this is like a tiny house. Um, <laughs> but it, the bathroom is small. The shower is small. Um, but I, I don't think a tiny house would be that tiny. Girl, this airstream is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got a little taste of it. So at least, you know, you could make do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think I would definitely be able to live in a tiny house as long as I had outdoor space. And I did mention that in what my tiny house would look like because it's a, it's a game changer. Like if that airstream didn't have that outdoor space, it wouldn't be as fun because that's what we, we spend most of the time outside. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could totally do a tiny house. I know Freddie's not really a fan. And um, when he listened to the episode, he was like, yeah, I can't do a tiny house. And I'm like, why? I'm like, so you're not going to live with me? <laughs> you can live in your tiny house and he'll live in his house. <laughs> yeah, like you said, um, put the tiny house in the driveway of your big house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you, boo? I'm doing good. I'm still losing weight. Remember the last time we did this, I was in the middle of juicing. So I have my results. I lost seven pounds from juicing. I've kept the seven pounds off and I've continued to lose a pound a week after that. So I'm killing it. Yeah, you're really tiny. Your arms are small. Okay, so I see Glenda through Zoom like every week. And yeah, every time I see you, I'm like, whoa, you're so small. Whoa, like today too, I'm like, your arms are so small. Your face is so small. Glenda is killing it in the losing weight game. <laughs> yeah, technically. So in April, I was my heaviest. So I've lost a total of like 22 pounds. Yeah, but from when I started my Glenda meal prep yeah. uh, workout thing, um, I've lost like 12, 13 pounds. Yeah. But it's cool that you changed it up. Like you didn't just stick to one thing. Like you tried juicing, which is different. I know you do intermittent fasting. I know yeah. you eat clean. So it's like sometimes you need to shock your body to do something else. So when you told me that you were going to do the cleanse, I'm like, damn. I, I'm like, I personally don't know if I could do a three-day juice. But I think it's really cool that you were like consistent and like you stuck to it and you did it. And like look at the results. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was easy. I mean, it wasn't hard for me because I drink a lot of water. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard at all. It was, and I wasn't hungry. I was, I was drinking enough calories that I wasn't hungry. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't feel shaky or anything like that. I was, I was taking enough calories in. So I was pretty safe about that. And I'm always about um, making sure I get my calories. I don't ever want to starve myself. Yeah. Um, this new six-week cycle I am going plant-based, I would say, not vegan, because I am eating egg, and I am um, doing honey, like I do with my tea. I add honey to my tea. So I'm not vegan, but I don't do any dairy, um, mm -hmm. no cheese, no milk, and I'm not eating actual meat, mm -hmm. but most of my food is high protein if that makes any sense, because I am running and stuff. So I need more protein. I'm not taking, I need more protein. So like I take my protein shakes and make sure I get all the nuts with the high protein. I've Googled all the veggies that have the highest like protein content. I'm really um, conscious about that. So I'm going to see where that takes me. But yeah, I, I never like to say that I'm vegan. I think vegan is like a more I don't know. It's, I think it's different. Every, they're like more about respecting the animal. And um, I just feel like I love meat. <laughs> so I mean, I'll always go back. Um, like a lot of vegan foods use a lot of substitutes. So a lot of things are not uh, natural because they have to find a way to make like cheese that's mm -hmm. not regular cheese. So sometimes it has like, I don't know. Think like for me, like when I try vegan food, sometimes it hurts my stomach because it's processed or, you know, whatever they have to do to make it vegan. And for me, it doesn't work. Now that you mentioned that I was trying all these like vegan patties or turkey patties. I didn't like them. 
So I kind of rather just stick to the, the vegetables and um, the, you know, the eggplant. Like I kind of use that as meat. The only thing that is amazing, and I recommend everybody to eat it, is the soy riso. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's what I get normally because I think I like it better. And it cooks faster. Um, I also like the Beyond Me um, patties. Those are like made out of black beans. So you know, I did not like them. I don't know. It, it trips me. I don't know if it's just my mind, you know, that I'm just like, Ugh. So I just really stick to rice, beans, and mostly green veggies. And then like Pinterest is so helpful. You just go and you just look at the highest protein, you know, veggies. And then that's what I purchase and that's what I make. So yeah, I like to do veggies and fruit as snacks because I've become like a crazy snacker. Yeah. Honestly, if I just gather all the snacks that I eat, it's probably like an entree. <laughs> I'm crazy about the snacks, but um, yeah, I love like those little cherry tomatoes as snacks. Those are my favorite. Um, watermelon. Some chefs, the cherry tomatoes, I've seen chefs like they put like a little lid and then they cut it in half with a knife. Mm -hmm. So I try to do that, but it doesn't work. <laughs> And then I bought that little zucchini spiral thing that you bought, and I love it. It's so easy. Like, I can just make a salmon and then do, like, my little spiral zucchini, and there, I have a side. It's so bomb. Yeah, it's so good. I like it raw. You said you prefer to cook it, right? Yeah, I do, like, two minutes with a little bit of, like, minced garlic and olive oil, just mm -hmm. a little bit to warm it up. Um, but I've ate it raw, too, because sometimes I spiral it, and I'll start picking at it and eating. It's good. It's the same. Mm -hmm. I think um, maybe like putting a little seasoning and like lime juice. Or even your sauce. If your sauce is warm, yeah. you know, just put it on there and it still tastes really good. It's really fast, really easy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So um, we wanted to do this episode because the, the presidential election is coming up and we're going to talk about voting and the importance of voting. We'll give you guys like deadlines and information that we've put together for you guys. And this is not going to be by any means like a political episode. Uh, we're not going to go into that. Um, we're just going to give you guys as much information that we can that might be helpful. Yes. The point is to encourage you to register to vote and vote, 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 because your vote matters, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of this episode. It's just to vote, folks. Yeah. I don't remember ever being so important to me um, to vote. And I think in the in the previous, like, elections, like, yeah, I voted. But mm -hmm. it was never, like, it didn't, ne it didn't ever mean that much to me. But now I'm like, oh, hell no. There's you know, so it's like much there's so, the line. Yeah, there's so much outrage, there's so much change, there's so much things that we want to be different. So the only thing that we can do is vote. And I am like, like uh, I'm purposely like having to Google things and look things up or ask because I normally don't know a lot about politics. And it's sad to say, but it's like I hear whatever I hear in the news, whatever I see on like online. I know that, but it's not like, I'm not doing my own research. And this year I'm like, we have to. We have to. And a lot of it is always set up to manipulate you, you know? So you have to do your own research and form your own opinion because yeah. they like to tell you, or they like to use a slogan that may mean one thing, which is just good marketing. Yeah. And really they're, they have like a whole different agenda behind it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's always good to just 
research, see who's actually writing it or who's writing that, the prop or whatever, what their intentions are behind it, what they gain from it. Yeah. Um, and also like research what's on the ballot because once you get there and you're voting and you're looking at what's at the, like on the ballot, you're like, oh wait, fuck, I didn't do my research. I don't know if you remember that year that we were in a group message with the whiskey club and we were all asking each other like what's this proposition what are you guys voting what is it and everybody was giving like their two cents or just like the research that they had done but it was like last minute i literally was sending a link to vote and i was like Fuck, i should have done this research before but it's like but then i thought about it that's a good idea like get with your friends and ask like hey what do you guys know and like uh amanda like how she's having a call in a few weeks and we're going to go over what's on the ballot. So I'm like, that's actually a really smart idea because you kind of make it, uh, you know, something that everybody can participate, all your friends, you could do this with your family and maybe assign everybody like something that's going to be in the ballot. Each person does uh, their research and then you can just all talk about it and share it. So that, yeah, so we're all Magali, I, and a group of other people are going to join a zoom conference and everybody is going to be assigned a certain like, prop right and whatever we do our research and we talk about it but I also think it's important not to just be led by somebody else's opinion do your own because my financial status might be way different than yours so certain certain things may benefit me more than it may benefit you that's true you know so um you know for as a po- for example like health insurance I own my own business so I don't get health insurance so if there's going to be something that's going to take away from somebody else but give me health insurance, then chances are I'm going to vote for that, you know? Yeah, you're right. I think it affects everybody differently. And then also research or Google what's going to be, what's going to affect you locally, like what's there, like for the county. Like, yeah, and I think that's the most important because it starts small, you know? So yeah, you need to know what's happening in your city and what's happening in your county because this is where it's going to be the most, this is where we can make the most change. Yeah. And, and, and also like there's ways to listen to news or, and listen to both sides maybe. So yeah, that, there's a lot of non-bias um, information out there. Yeah. There is a website called PolitiFact and they mm-hmm. do fact check, checking. So it doesn't matter what party it is. If you want impartial information, that's the best place to go. And it's, um, Politi, Politi, I'm sorry, <laughs> P-O-L-I-T-I-V-F-A-C-T. I'm having a hard time spelling PolitiFact. And then um, we could add it to the podcast notes so you guys can see what it is. So PolitiFact. So there's no C at the end of politic. It's polit- PolitiFact, if you're reading it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. Learn about our props. Um, do you remember your first experience voting? Uh, yes. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because I am assigned to the middle school that's by my mom's house. Uh-huh. So I would go vote there. And then when I moved, I would drive my ass all the way to Bolton Park so I can make it yes. to the boat. But then it becomes an inconvenience. And so I think you know, people that move and don't update their address, like, I wonder if they sometimes are like, why can't drive all the way back? But in reality, you can vote at any polling place. Like, you don't have to go drive to where you're assigned to. And last year, 
oh no, I'm sorry. This year for the primaries, I voted in um, Burbank. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a long ass line. I had to wait like over an hour. Um, but I was like, I don't know why I didn't do this before. Like, why was I driving all the way to my polling place, which was really far from me. But I think my experience was just like, yeah, I'm here because I want to vote. And a lot of the times, like, when I'm voting, I think about, like, all the people in my family that can't vote and um, that, like, would like to vote. And so a lot, like, my vote is for myself, but it's also for other people. But I think my experience wasn't anything special or anything, like, it I didn't really have any feelings about it. I just thought like, yeah, I have to wait in line. It sucks. I have to drive all the way over here and it sucks. Um, so I think the inconvenience of it, but that's just like so small to like the significance of it, you know? Yeah. I, well, what happened, something similar happened to me. So I was registered to vote in California when, um, president Obama was running for office, Mm -hmm. but I was living in Oregon. So I thought that I was, I could vote over there and somebody was like, yeah, no problem. You can, it's okay. So I just waited till the day of, you know, to vote and it ended up being that I couldn't vote. Um, so that was disappointing. I felt like I wasn't part of history and I was like, I'm not going to let that happen again. (laughs) what What were you supposed to do in order to vote over there? I think I just needed to register. Um, I just needed to change of address. Um, I did the running around, but I didn't try hard enough. And I should have done it before. I shouldn't have done it that day. You know, um, President Obama, well, he wasn't president at the time, but he went to Eugene, Oregon. He went to the track and field, to Hayward Field, which is a historic field. Um, So it was something that I really wanted to do, but I think more, I was younger. um, So it wasn't like, something of importance to me and I think that's what I want to get through to everybody just make sure you are registered and it doesn't matter if you're if you're young and you feel like this doesn't affect you this is gonna affect all of us like this last election affected everyone Mm -hmm. in one way or another you know um with the COVID I don't know if there was a right way to handle it but I'm sure there's there's a better way to get everybody together and unify the United States as opposed to separate us. Um, But I feel like, yeah, your vote, even if you're young, I just don't want you to think that, Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll work on that when I'm older, when I have to pay property taxes, don't Mm -hmm. do this now, get the ball going. Don't be like me when I was young, (laughs) you know, there now, because I think the younger vote is the one that's going to make the difference this year. Yeah, I agree. And if you don't want to stand in line, you can register yourself so you can vote by mail or you can vote. In- Everybody in California is going to get a mail-in ballot. So, um, yeah, so that is probably the easiest and the fastest way to do it. I think we should be getting our ballots, like, in October. So... Everybody get to do that. Yeah, I'll go over the dates and the deadline. So the deadline to register online to vote is Monday, October 19th. The deadline for registering by mail to vote um, has to be postmarked by Monday, October 19th. The deadline to register in person to vote is November 3rd. All registered voters will automatically be mailed a vote by mail ballot. 
before the November 3rd. So like, yeah, you're right, Linda. Um, the early voting period runs from Monday, October 5th to Monday, November 2nd, but the dates and hours may vary based on where you live. So the church that's on my street, they offer um, early voting. So it's actually open all week, like the week before the actual um, like date. So I didn't know that. And I kind of noticed like they had the signs already and I'm like, why? I, and I didn't even think of going, but the day of the lines at that church were so long. And that's why I ended up going to another place in Burbank. But um, yeah, I guess before, beforehand. So that's awesome. And then also the presidential debates are scheduled to take place September 29, October 15 and October 22nd. So those dates already been released. If it's something that you may be interested in listening. They give me anxiety. Do you watch them? Yeah, I watch them. You watch them? Yeah. I kind of just, I don't watch them because they give me anxiety. I'm just like, what the fuck? You know what? Um, <laughs> I always wanted to make like a drinking game out of it. Like, okay, every time Trump says this, I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to see if I can make it fun this year so I can keep watching. Because sometimes it's, honestly, to me, I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? It's nonsense sometimes. But um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to tune in and listen to it have a drink for sure <laughs> yeah so um speaking I, of the of the presidential debates i had a professor that once told me um that normally or usually the better looking candidate will win the presidency so <laughs> i mean it's looking good for us <laughs> and um another thing um, I don't know if you guys know, but the Republicans are spending a lot of money for people to monitor the polling places. So if you're there and somebody's telling you like, oh, hey, you, you can't vote or you don't have the right paperwork or like are doing anything weird, know that, like know your voting rights, like know what people can do and could do at the polling places, you know, even though, yeah, they're volunteering and they're working, um, just know that there's a lot of money being spent um, for people to be there to be monitoring the polling places. So I don't know. I'm just, things might be sketch. I would just Definitely. say be really careful. Be really careful. Yes. So you can get your information at the sos.ca.gov slash elections. Um, that's where you can get your information if something looks sus or you don't know what's right or what you're supposed to be doing or what somebody can tell yep. you or not tell you. Another thing, um, there are people that think that they cannot vote and that's that same website will tell you who can vote and who cannot vote. There are people, um, from what I read, if you are not in jail or in prison or are not on probation, you can still restore your right to vote. So you just have to sign the application. And then I think it's just a process but there's a lot of people and there's like this misconception that if you've gone to prison that you have no rights. All your rights have been taken away to vote. It's not if you're on probation or, uh, right? Is that what you yeah. said? Technically, yeah. If it, yeah. So obviously you can't vote if you're in prison and federal or state prison and if you're on probation. But once that's done, you can apply to restore your right to vote. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you guys know any family members who tell you I can't, tell them to look it up and um, hopefully they can because it's very important. They, yeah. want, they want to suppress us. They want, like, us not 
to vote you know it's not beneficial for i would say like the higher the elite or whoever is handling everything that bugs me i feel like if you're in prison or you're on probation you should have the ability to vote because eventually you're going to be part of society again so uh like what are you like an animal that because you're in prison you can't vote that's that's really messed up i know but you also messed up too you know what i mean because you have like a civic duty to act to be like a productive member of society. So if you're not being a productive member of society, then yeah, and you're going to prison to be punished. Yeah, but some people are just being punished for dumb shit too. So it's just like, it, it's just the, we have to vote to, tr- to figure out this whole like systemic racism. There is a voter suppression. It's a real thing. They don't want us to do it because I think this is the only way that we can actually make real change. Yeah, so, I, I would say like, it a little bit earlier because a lot of weird things happening with the post office there's a lot of just weird things happening so the sooner you can get your vote in the better and don't vote twice because i know there's a rumor out there to vote twice that's illegal so don't get any ideas wait i didn't hear that rumor yeah uh the current president told people to vote twice um, <laughs> um, don't do that once is good, um, or else technically your vote's not going to count. So it would get voided. So what, why would you do that? Yeah. If you, if you're not voting because you think your vote doesn't matter, there's been elections that been won by hundreds of votes. So think yes. that. Let's, let's say like a hundred of you were like, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Well, that hundred votes would have mattered. Yeah. Yes, for Bush versus Al Gore, the Florida election, that one had to be recounted because it was that close. So, yeah, whoever lived in Florida, I hope it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's, like, people that would like to vote and can't vote. So get out there and vote if you can. Yeah. You still have time. It's September 5th. All the deadlines that I mentioned are, you know, in a few weeks, if not until next month. So there's still time to register. You still have time to meet the deadlines. It doesn't take so much time besides like your time. And remember like, you know, just this one time of voting is going to matter for like the next four years. So please, please and if you have any questions there's also two hotlines that i'm going to share and then i'll also post them in the in the subscription of today's podcast Mm -hmm. um one of the hotlines is in english and it's 1-800-345-VOTE so it's 1-800-345-8683 there's also one in spanish so there shouldn't be an excuse of oh i don't speak english i can't read um the ballot in English, like they've sent you a ballot for your language. I don't know if you received it, but I received it in the mail and they asked me what language they wanted my ballot in. Oh, nice. Um, So there's one, a hotline for Spanish as well, which is 1-800-232-VOTA, which is 1-800-232-8682. And so if you have any questions, they're there to help I just really this it's easy you just have to be informed um if you can do it I can't like just I can't pressure you enough to do it yeah we can't stress it enough um how important it is that's why we're taking the time to record this episode at it was 7 30 when we started so like it's important to us like 
for us to get up early, record this, gather, like yesterday we had to do our research and get information together. Like it matters to us and I hope it matters to you guys. Yeah, it's time to make a change. And, and we can't complain if we don't get out there and vote. We can't complain if we do vote and we're misinformed, yeah. you know? Um, so we just need to be careful. Um, sometimes it is misleading. So yeah, yeah get out there and get educated. Yeah. And we're not kids anymore. Like we're adults, you know, some people who are parents, homeowners, business owners, like this is affecting us. It's like, we're not children anymore. Like we have to be responsible and we have to vote and get involved and get outraged and speak up and do research. And we have to do what we have to do. Yes. So don't think this doesn't affect you or this, oh, this is not for me. Um, My vote doesn't count. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's irrelevant. No. So vote, vote, vote. Bota, como dicen. Bota sounds funny in Spanish. Bota? It sounds like bota, the B, like, uh-huh. no? Yeah. Bota. I think I say it, bota. No, bota. Bota. I think when I say botar, I don't say bota. Bota. Vayan a quitar, amigos. I hope you guys, I hope we uh, got through to some of you to register to vote today. Um, we love and appreciate you guys and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye friends. Bye.